Before we get started, a quick disclaimer due to the subject matter of the show, listener discretion is advised uh, because we touch on subjects that some people might find offensive, and that happens. So there's that. Also, today's sponsor is Audible.com, the leading provider of downloadable audiobooks with over 100,000 titles and virtually every genre of book. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Go to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan for a free audiobook along with a 30-day trial. Let's get to the show. Well, it's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show they choose. We watch it, we talk about it, we talk about a bunch of other crap. Today I'm very excited. My guest is Emily Axford from College Humor. Welcome, Emily. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a hot summer's day. It's a real hot summer's day. We cannot have air conditioning. No, unfortunately. Due to the nature of podcasting. Due to the nature of podcasting, both for noise reasons and because I don't think this room is good for air conditioning. We have one in the bedroom. Yeah, but also, but, you know, sweating keeps you honest. Exactly. It keeps you very... You can't lie if you're sweating. <laughs> you can't. But you also can't tell if somebody's lying because they're it's sweating. True. Yeah, and your eyes are filled with sweat. Yeah, so exactly. You can't, you can't really see very well. <laughs> Hotness makes it hard to lie and to not to lie. Um, so I'm excited to... This is, I have to say, the most mysterious episode i've ever watched because i don't know yet what episode we're watching of the show so right. why don't you sort of explain the show we're going to be watching and why i don't know the name the, okay. the episode okay well as i told you before i was like oh i'll do buffy the vampire slayer i love that show growing up but then there was this episode of tv that i watched recently part of a larger channel that i'm very obsessed with okay um and i talked about it a ton after i saw it so i was like how can i not bring this on uh so basically it's it's called the the show is called dates from hell on the tv channel investigation discovery which if you know it you're not a fan of a specific show you're a fan of the lifestyle right which and how would you describe that lifestyle just tons of reenactments of crime and they just like it's like the trashiest reenactments of like it's always just like jealous lovers like killing each other and they just reuse the same like footage of like the reenactment actor staring evilly at the camera and it's just like they like they just like make i don't know it's great but then sometimes you'll get like an actually good episode about an actually good crime but then like sometimes you'll get one that it's just funny because the reenactments are so over the top. I want to be in a react- reenactment for it so bad. How would you define a good crime? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like what What are okay. the ones that like in- really intrigue you? Okay, so there was one about this woman whose um, husband she was trying to divorce. Um, she was like a nurse and she was overweight. Um, and you would have never guessed this from her. But... Her husband, she was trying to divorce, hired a hitman to kill her. And the hitman came at her with, like, he came at her with, like, a hammer. And that woman, like, wrestled him, like, wrestled the hammer out of his hand, got on top of him, was, like, choking him within, like, an inch of his life. And then, um, and then, 
like let him go out of mercy and then he started trying to kill her again and then she strangled him with her bare hands oh my god and this was like this mild very pleasant little nurse i feel like the, that was a news story that i might have heard or and she sustained like all these like wounds and injuries from the hammer attacking her and she still like choked a man to death and then even on the trial she was like she had the fucking like balls to stand up to her ex-husband who tried to kill her and be like, if I wanted to kill you, I would have done it myself. What? <laughs> what? She was just this like polite, nice nurse. And now is she went on this show, is she actually in the interviews at all? Like yes. a real person was in that interview. Yeah. So, so that's the sort of basis. Of the, Cause yeah. this show is not on Wikipedia. No. This, show. <laughs> this is one of the un. Yeah, I looked up investigation. Investigation discovery is that the name of that uh-huh. show? And you know they showed the list of all the shows, and that was one of the ones that didn't have a hyperlink. It did not have more information. I mean, about. I don't think it needs one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's like no one who like really needs to like think about. It. Although after every episode, because me and Murph, my fiance, will just like go on a bender and watch like five episodes in a row. Um, and it's always like you know uh, there was there's one called swamp murders that's Love great <laughs> apparently there's been enough swamp murders to make a tv show about it so we'll just go on a bender watching about it uh, watching all this stuff and then like the reenactments are always like attractive actors and it'll, they'll always like it'll be like about like a 50 year old man who had like who had an affair with like this like busted 22 year old like girl but then in the reenactments, like the actors are like the same age and they're both beautiful they're and gorgeous. hot. <laughs> of course. This, so this, Lots uh, of like arching lingerie clad backs. This definitely <laughs> uh, must follow in the footsteps then of sort of unsolved mysteries, that type of show where it's real crime with reenactments. Uh-huh. And the, when I was a kid, and I bet this is probably the same with this, those were really scary. Like the reenactments were definitely. Rescue when you're 911 like, scared when, the shit out of me. Yeah, when you're really like. I'm like still scared of holding knives from that. You're scared <laughs> of holding knives? <laughs> because I saw a Rescue 911 about a kid who ran with a knife and oh. then like stabbed himself in the abs. Well, I'm guessing he was a child, so when they weren't abs yet. Yeah, but he like, had a six pack. He was eight <laughs> he years old and he was just jacked. <laughs> jacked um, but yeah, so I'm like still scared of nice. But these don't scare me as much, except for when they're about serial killers. Those ones scare me and we have to sleep No, that's on Dates from on. Hell is about serial killers? No, Dates from Hell, it can be about a serial it killer. It can be, okay. There have been episodes, but sometimes it's about like, you know, going on a date. Well, yeah, I guess a lot of times it's with like just really fucked up people. It's like, uh, I met him and he seemed really nice and then he turned out to be a rapist. <sighs> So uh, that's just a little preview of what I'm about to see. <laughs> right, and so now you told you didn't tell me the name of the episode. And right. I'm even debating if when I put this up, if I should put the name of the episode, if I should yeah. let people sort of. So why don't you tell okay. me without without telling specific mm-hmm. why I'm, why you wanted to keep this from. OK, well, this show is like this whole channel is really trashy as Jeff Rubin says it, it's a uh, channel for girls. Uh-huh. He says every girl he knows likes it, but you know, Murph loves it too. But so this channel is really trashy. All the shows are really trashy. But in this one particular episode, they chose a subject that I thought was um, not bold. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was really, it was just even trashier than they've ever been. And there was a twist that me and Murph were sitting there and we were like, are they? Is this? Um, I might be giving up. It was a thinker. Much. It was a thinker when you at the yeah, end. Yeah, it was like you kind of are like, 
they wouldn't do that. And then okay, did, do. let's. I'm, I don't even want to. I, I now I'm like really can't wait to watch this yeah. show. So it's basically just like you're used to like just seeing like jealous lovers and stuff like that. And then this episode was just like totally like flips, oh okay f- flips the script. Um, so it's just a real trashy episode of a trashy television show. Um, and uh, is this a channel? Because this is one of those channels. Like, I guess. True TV is maybe more like this is one of those ones that you sort of like have to go further up the dial to find or is this? Oh, yeah. You got to really sit on that dial to get (laughs) there. And actually, you mentioned True TV. Investigation Discovery, I believe, is True TV now. Oh, someone told me someone told me that that True TV became Investigation Discovery. Fact check. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I can't (laughs) confirm or deny that. I just won't stick by any statement. Right, exactly. But yeah, one of those, like I watched, there's one, uh, I think a True TV show, but there's like, you know, Pawn Stars, that show about, on like History Channel about the uh, yeah. like selling stuff in historical yeah. pawning or whatever. Then on True TV, there's like the trashy version of the pawn store, like where it's like an actual pawn store, where yeah. like in Atlantic City, where just people get in fights and they're like drunkards and crack addicts and stuff. So I feel like this is the female equivalent of that yeah. type of I, show. Yeah, like, that's probably true. Those are sort of synonymous channels. Yeah, in, I think in the so. trash world. In the track, yeah, they one is recycling and one is <laughs> right, and then of course that's not to confuse it with the garbage disposal channel, which is actually about trash, real yeah. trash, physical trash. Very popular. Very very popular among a certain type of person <laughs> who wants to a garbage man, a garbage man who wants garbage to take man. his work home with him. So. Um, Without, I feel like we should just watch it because yeah. I, I want to see it. I want to be able yeah. to talk about it. I'm I feel excited. like you probably already know. You're going to know. No, I don't. I mean, I have but, no idea. And I'm going to yeah. try to go in. The thing is, I know that I'm going to, I'm like, I'll be looking for something. So, yeah, but I'm you'll probably get it. But I still think it'll be like, whoa. Um, and uh, yeah, so you, you will have to close your eyes while I open it on my Okay, I'm going to close it. Computer. So okay. we're going to, we're going to go check it out and we'll be back and I'll be fully informed. John Blunk and girlfriend Jansen Young can't wait for their midnight movie premiere. With minutes to screen time, Jansen leaves to get her purse. Normally, that parking lot was always packed. You had to park all the way in the back. Put my phone in the car and grab my purse out. Leaving her phone in the car is a fateful decision. Jansen will soon need it more than ever before. Moments till curtains up. The theater is filled with anticipation. I started looking around. At that point, it was pretty packed. Everybody was clapping and hooting and hollering. This is not just any film. It's the premiere of the Batman movie. 
The Dark Knight Rises. A quick reminder that today's sponsor is Audible.com, the leading provider of downloadable audiobooks with over 100,000 titles and virtually every genre of book. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. You can get a free audiobook along with a 30-day trial if you go to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan to take advantage of that offer. It's amazing. And I'm just going to suggest a book because I'm reading it. Why not let you know what I'm reading? You know what I'm watching on TV. I'm reading All the President's Men by Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein. And you can get that on Audible, narrated by Richard Poe, Dick Poe, at the length of 12 hours and 56 minutes. That's a good way to spend 12 hours and 56 minutes uh, on your, uh, while you're working out, while you're traveling, your commute. Uh, listen to it. This is a great offer, so go to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan. Now let's get back into this strange episode. That was unreal. I that know. was probably one of the worst things I've ever seen on, on television ever. I know. That is like... I really think it is the most offensive thing I've ever seen on television. It is beyond offensive you that could that existed. have a spread leg vagina shot with a woman saying, like, gay slurs, and I think it would be less offensive than that. This was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. The most exploitative, <laughs> terrible in almost every possible way uh-huh. imaginable. Yeah. So uh, this is, I feel like, <laughs> like, uh, no, no, no. It's, if it deviates too far from your mission statement. No, no. It's like, it's really fascinating. Yeah. So I guess we should sort of explain what that was. Mm-hmm. And this is a terribly, Tra- it's based around a terribly tragic thing. So yes. it's sort of like a, it's, it's crazy that they would do this. That they- it is. I couldn't, we just, when I was watching it, I just kept being like, they wouldn't, they couldn't not even investigation discovery. They're trashy, but. So the basic gist is to give the synopsis and to say even synopsis around this is feels terrible, but it's about a guy and a girl on a date to see a movie and to spoil to spoil it, in as if this channel did not already spoil everything in the world, <laughs> is that uh, it's a midnight screening, and they're in Denver. They live in Colorado, and then sort of as it goes on, you're like, wait a minute, was this the Aurora shootings at the Dark Night opening night? And then it was. And it was. And it was. And the the date from hell, quote unquote, was yeah. the fact that the boyfriend was one of the 12 people that were murdered in the movie theater. It is absolutely. I mean, like the fact that it's called dates from hell, like they should like at least if you really, really need to do reenactments, have a new have a new TV series called national tragedies and put it on that. Don't put it under dates from hell. It is so tra I mean, I'd say that there are so many offensive moments in it yeah. and the, well, basically throughout the show, they, before they got to the movie theater, it was sort of your everyday. It, it seemed like, uh, Oh, like something's going to go wrong. Is he going to be a creep? And they try like- to make him seem like this guy who was like, you know, die. They literally in the reenactment try to make him seem like a creep. They're like, he bailed on plans. Yeah. And then he he bailed on the weekend plans. Would everything be okay tonight? And it's like, 
And then he chucked a pillow at her. And like with dramatic music, by the way, the sound of like the sound effect of knives and then dramatic music (laughs) and then like throws a pillow. And it's like and then he said, what this isn't something a a pillow fight can't fix. Or and then they start like doing a playful pillow fight and then they have sex in like the sexiest like. Yes, uh, there is actually prior to this national tragedy. There's not one, but two times in which. There's a sexy scene where she takes. We, there's a lot of bras. There are too many bras for a, for an episode about the Aurora shooting. And then, the, in one of the more offensive, in a sea of offensive, is afterwards the shooting, and he is shot while saving her life. Uh huh. She goes home and showers off the blood, and they show her in her bra, like in a sexy, like taking off the shirt yes. shot. They literally have her take off her shirt. She's covered in blood, and it, this is cutting between a sexy reenactment of her taking her blood-covered shirt off, and then the girl who this is based on speaking to camera, talking about how deeply affected she is by this. I mean, this raises so many questions that I really don't even know where to begin because. <laughs> Like, obviously, this woman went through a tragedy. I mean, yes. this was... I remember when this happened. This was, like, a year ago. This I, was yeah. um, almost exactly a year ago. Reading about it in the paper, like, was, was like, so deeply moving that I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't believe this can happen in humanity. And yet, I think that this, the fact that this TV show exists, is maybe even a bigger tragedy <laughs> for the human mind to grapple with. Yeah, it's just so... F- and the, the, my question is, like... Who sought out doing this episode of this show? Like, yeah. the producers read about this story and were like, oh, that, that's a date from hell. Yeah. Like, and, 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 <laughs> Who heard that and, and was like, oh, boy, I wouldn't want to go on that date. Oh, and then they, like, contacted this person. And then, I mean, like, I have to say it, like, and this is, may be offensive on its own, but, like, how could you agree to do this? Yeah. How could you... How could you see, like, the, like, and also, like, the entire episode is sprinkled with, like, this clever banter. I wrote one, I wrote one down, but it was, like, at one point it was, like, she got out alive, but he wasn't so lucky. And then there was, she was, she says in real life, uh, the actual person, she's, like, I, I was really scared. And the voiceover goes, she should be. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, it really is like it's like taking nine eleven and then putting it under the title like kitchen work nightmares. Sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the Gordon Ramsay episode, like most annoying plane ride ever. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, how could they live with themselves? I mean, because it's like this person also who tragically died. His family has to know that they're even if they changed his name or whatever. And I don't know because I, I, I don't think they did like. How everybody agreed to this, and what is the end? Like, were they? Is it like that they're paid like five thousand dollars? And they better be paid some good money. But like, even watching it, it's like, it's like, anytime you're watching it, you're like, this girl's story is like fascinating, and then like you're like, I'd love to see a Dateline with yeah, this or, or like, something like that, by, like with any journalistic integrity at yeah. all, at all. I mean, but it's, it's just such, like, how is, can we get her into a bra? 
Ed. Yeah, like how can we show sex scenes and like, ooh, look at her. She's going to regret putting her phone there because yeah. in minutes she's going to be stuck with a gunman. And- oh, there was a line that was like, if she had, she walks to the, she walks to the parking lot, but if she had known what was going to happen, she would be running. That's when I think, that's when I, no, I don't know when I figured it out. Yeah. I think when they sat down in the movie theater and they're like, three hours until a midnight screening. And then I was like, Denver? Or like Colorado? Midnight screening. And then I was like, no. No, they could not. Did your mind grapple? Like, did, were you like, they wouldn't do this? Like, was that happening in your mind? I, I sort of was so shocked at the concept. But it, it, like... Yeah, like how could they? How could they do that? Yeah. How could they feel comfortable with themselves after I have no clue. making? Because it's not, here's the thing: is like I mean, how does like the VO? How does like at one level someone just say no? Like, how does the actor that gets cast to do this be like, oh, whoops, no, I don't want to do this? How does the VO woman be like? I'm not going to do breathy, sarcastic comments in between clips of some woman's terrible, tragic story. Yeah, it's not, and it's not like you can't retell the story. It's important to retell the stories, but like to tell it, but to tell it in such a flippant, and like flipping it so it's about like what can go wrong when you're on a date with the wrong dude or something yeah. like that's what it felt like. It's like, don't you care at all about humans? No, they just care about they just care about like trash. <laughs> yeah, they, I think this might be. I'm trying to like rack my brain and think if I've seen anything sort of as offensive, and even like like I didn't watch the World Trade Center movie uh, that. Oliver Stone did oh, or like Flight 93 yeah. like it's just because I was like Flight 93 I didn't watch because I was like that's trashy you don't know who these people were don't like editorialize them. yeah I mean and I feel like those are like there's something weird and gross about it and it's like I guess we do that historically but just when time hasn't passed that much and you're yeah. it sort of feels so close it's sort of there's something very strange you don't have that perspective yet to sort of see it in another way than yeah. than it actually was when it And happened. because anytime that you're imposing a narrative on something like you're going to make the most interesting narrative which doesn't always serve the truth. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Case totally. in point this episode. Yeah, it was re- it, this is really weird. I mean like I can't imagine first of all these people who were involved I mean it's such a tragedy that they they like with I feel like in every one of these like terrible things that happens there's such a media frenzy over it and you're like oh my god not only is this situation bad but now these people have to deal with like the news like the 24-hour news cycle and everything yeah and it's like well we're done with that so let's uh but let's do the dates from hell episode like how i would not expect that anybody closely related to this would want it also like to retell your story must be so hard and then to do it for the producers of dates from hell yeah especially the producers from dates from hell are like um so wait so so exactly like how much blood was on you how much did you have sex and also like she never mentioned having sex she never mentioned they put the sex in yeah oh they put all that sex in. She and she also like if you listen to just her testimony, she's like, "Oh yeah, like we got into this fight. I was mad at him, but then he like threw a pillow at me and I was like, what 
what can a pillow fight solve? And it was, and she was like, it was really cute. And then they managed to cut in between that personal story to make him look like he was going to smuggle her with it, like with a pillow or smother her with a pillow. <laughs> smuggle. smuggle I mean, pillows could. Smuggle. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. They make it. I was like, is he gonna kill her within the first five minutes of the episode? That's what it seemed like. It was just all these misdirects and like and misdirects also- are fun when they don't have a, totally irresponsible end and especially where it's like the narrative for her personally is that he saved her life like that he she says that directly and she gets emotional about it and uh like it's obviously an in you know a very hard thing for her yeah and then they make this person who she thinks of as a hero like look like he potentially could be a a A serial killer a murderer Murderer, like a a creepy serial killer yeah a pillow fighter a pillow fighter and even during the episode they kind of blame. They, did you notice how like it was like uh, like she wanted to run, but he said no, stay. Yeah, they. Did and I was like, like, don't put that in there. You don't need to like try and be like it was his fatal mistake. Uh, really, 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 really. But yeah, there really. did seem to be like a judgment about. I haven't. How they dealt with it. I haven't looked. Yeah, I haven't looked. I should have looked at some like if there was like anyone else like being like. What the fuck did I... Because that was how it happened for me. It's like, I watch this channel all the time. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, obviously, they're all, like, horrible stories. But, like, I guess you don't have to dwell on how horrible they are when they aren't, like... Well, they're also small. Like, I mean, these shows are all terrible. Like, they're... Yeah. But, but when it's on a smaller scale where it's, like... Like... Like you were saying before, this guy, dude hired his uh, a hitman to kill his wife... At very least, like... And she survived. Like she survived, and she's like, I'm telling this story on this trashy show. Yeah. But there aren't tons of other people involved, and the families yeah. involved. Yeah. And, like... And the way they reveal it... Also, like, the way they reveal it is so trashy, because they're, like, teasing the audience, because they're, like, building up this movie, but they're never being specific about it. And then... At one point, when she walks back into the theater, um, there's just two people standing, one dressed like Batman and one dressed like the Joker. And, like, she walks past them. And that's how you know for sure that that's what they're doing. Yeah. And they and they even, when they're revealing it, like, because tonight's movie was the ba- new Batman premiere, yeah. Dark Knight. Like, they were saying, They sound like, like they're yeah, having fun. We're fucking doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're fucking going there. What do people say? Because... We'll uh, explore your minor tragedies and your large-scale tragedies. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, what the... Oh, my God. So bad. I feel like they, like, I'm trying to think... Like, I have yet to see anything else like this on that show, but I feel like if they're gonna if they're going to go here... With this, like, what's stopping them from, like, the Madrid bombings, you know? Or, like, the Ugh. tsunami. Tsunamis from hell. Oh, uh, but no, if they... if <laughs> It would have to be them being, like, yeah, dates from hell. There's just... It's yeah, so you're gross. Right. It's Vacations so, from hell. I wish they had some more misdirects in there, too, of, like... But did they know when they got these nachos that, like, yeah. as if, like, everything... Cause that like, would, no nachos would be poisoned. That's what they, like, throughout the entire thing, that's sort of yeah. what they... Oh, man, this is so fucked up. I know. It's really fucked When you tell people about it, what are their responses? When? Well, that's what, after I saw this, like, I couldn't stop talking about it because I just was like, how did they do this? And everyone was just like, that's incredibly fucked up. Because I just wanted to see if, like, anyone had, like, a dissenting opinion, if anyone was like... 
oh yeah you know what like it's a story and they're storytellers or something but i guess it's just like investigation discovery is so far from being able to claim any sort of artistic intent or integrity yeah or journalist i mean like if if they were telling this like if i don't know because a lot of white people listen to this this american life did a version of it. <laughs> i'm calling out the listeners as if i've never listened to this american life but um but like if they did a story on it, it would be like okay this they and and if they picked an interesting way to do it you'd be like well at least they're like doing some justice to yeah. what actually the gravity of the event too like although ira glass would probably still say she walked to the like I could still see yeah, him being, him being like, a little snarky about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, but I feel like they would. I mean, they did also. I feel like by them doing the misdirects and stuff, they really took away the enormity of the actual event and stuff. Like yeah. if they were, yeah, like you said, if this was like Dateline, I don't know. I don't. I haven't watched it further, so I don't know how good that show is or not. But like. I feel it's like they not even still around. They would probably explain what the hell was going on to like the yeah. fact that it was a surprise, like that they didn't say like a, a night that like ruined lives and here's just one story. You know they didn't yeah. do that at all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't even say like they don't even they don't even try at the end to be like this was a terrible thing. This many people died. Like it is awful. Like it, they just at the end are still like, and then she went home and took her bloody titties out. Oh, it was, it was so bad. I want to know <laughs> really like bad. how. I want to know how it got made. How it happened, like, and who the producers are, and how they sleep at night. Yeah, and also like the girl, the Jensen girl was like, seemed really cool and really nice, and like really like, and I'm just like, who talked you into doing this? Well, it's weird because I watched uh, this other show called um, – what what was it called? Uh, My Life is a um, Lifetime Movie. That So that Lifetime – you know, Lifetime It's called show. My Life is a Lifetime Movie? Yes. <laughs> My Life was a Lifetime Movie or something like that. Okay. Is it on Lifetime? It's on Lifetime. Okay. And it's <laughs> so, about people – So, Craig, you're confessing to watching Lifetime right now. <laughs> I could tell you why I watch this and it will probably explain even more. That I got obsessed with the Staten Island comedy show and there was uh, – it's a public access show on mm-hmm. on Staten Island that it also airs yeah, in, in Brooklyn. And there's one guest who I won't say her name because I, I don't I, – I guess I don't want to be offensive to her. I mean, like, because I'm going to be about to talk shit about her. But it's like she has this story about her being, like, cyber-stalked. And she promotes the fact that she was on My Life as a Lifetime Story. So she was on My Life as a Lifetime Story. About being cyber-stalked. About being cyber-stalked. And she's tweeting about it. So she's, like, all psyched about, like, like, she's trying to be an actor and stuff. And she's like... This is like a part of her resume is like I was on my life is a lifetime story and the show is it's reenactments of what actually happened in her life. She had such a crazy event that it's like a lifetime story that lifetime made it into a story, you know? Oh my god. So it's like to me that's the type of person that does this is like a media seeking like this person that's like, "Look, I'm on TV." I want I wonder like is this did this girl knowingly go into this like aware of what was happening yeah, or was what a she circus it was gonna be i'm offended in every way i know but at the same time okay so if you had because like i was watching this and it dawned on me what was about what this was right. gonna be about 
And there was a part of me that was like, no, they wouldn't do this. And then there was another part of me that was like, yes, they would do this. And then, but I, I, but like my jaw dropped and I really think that like I watched the entire thing with my mouth open. Yeah, as but did like, I. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like, I could have turned it off, but I didn't. Right. So if you were watching this like on TV, would you have? I would. I would have to watch all. I mean, the the thing is, it's like not every day that you see something. But in in like, I'd watch it in the way of watching a train wreck of being like, yeah. I can't. It's how I watch it. I was like, yeah. I can't. No, this it can't be real. It wasn't yeah. like, I wasn't like enticed by it at all. I was like, it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like Rotten.com level. What is like, Rotten.com? You don't know Rotten.com? No. Oh, it's a really, really fucked up place. It's where I saw my first and last beheading video. Oh, my God. It's like when you're like a teenager and you're like, yeah, violence is cool. You like go to Rotten.com and like. That stuff always, uh, I mean, I feel like this is on the level of like bumfights.com. Yeah. Which is like. It is. This the, is a guy who pays bums in liquor to fight each other and uh-huh. tattoo themselves with bumfights.com on their forehead and makes money off of them because he's a terrible human being. Wow. I didn't know that that was a real man. That's a real... I mean, there, I, I mean I there's definitely Veron- a guy behind it. I knew on Veronica Mars. Did you, did you ever watch Veronica no, no, Mars? No, no. Oh, you should have someone do Veronica Mars also, <laughs> um, by the way. <laughs> but I know on Veronica Mars, one of the characters was like a rich, callous young dude. And they were like... And he was like ha- like hosting bum fights. And oh, that yeah, was part of his character development. That's hey. Did, I hope he developed in the positive, not in the negative. Well, he did. He became a love interest. You know, he had baggage. His dad was. You know. Anyways, we're not talking about Veronica. <laughs> we are now. <laughs> um, yeah, there's something yeah. that is like I guess. It's like very like gang bus. I'm trying to think of like other like. Yeah, like Girls Gone like Wild. All Girls those Gone Wild. Yeah. Where, this was Girls Gone Wild for people with like pain. Yeah, for for people who love watching sad, uh, trashy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it is one of those things. I'm trying to think of like what I have watched that I enjoy. That is this. I mean, I don't think anything's this trashy, but like this. I mean, this took it too far for me though. Like, because yeah. I always love these shows and they are trashy. And like, I'll be honest, I love I love having like all the sex scenes. Give me all the sex scenes when when it's like a like a pastor and his wife who are both cheating on each other or something like that. But in this. That's like this was too far for me. That was too, yeah. Especially because like both of the protagonists are totally innocent. Yeah. Like usually there's like a bad guy and like obviously there's a bad guy in this, but he wasn't the guy throwing the pillow. He wasn't the guy who was being made to look like the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, no, totally. That I think that's the difference between this story and like the husband one is like. One of the people directly involved was the bad person. Like, yeah. this person is telling a story because they married that person who was yeah. bad. And they have the right to tell the story. And also just, like, every time it came back to that Dates from Hell title card with, like, oh. with like scattered rose petals as if, like, a rose, like, bouquet had just been dropped or something like that. Because it was a date from hell. It just felt so cheap. Yeah, no. It, I mean, I can imagine watching this with the commercials on for, like, Tampax or whatever and just being <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, Actually, Investigation <laughs> Discovery pretty much exclusively um exclusively catered towards women's digestion (laughs) (laughs) everything is either anti-wrinkle or anti-constipation yeah every kind of probiotic you can put by in your body is 
advertised. I wonder what the average viewer for this channel like thought of that. That's what I want to know. I'm like fascinated to know if like if anyone was like, yeah, I saw it. I thought it was great. Or if like if like every single person sitting in their home was like, please don't. Oh, you did. Yeah, I feel like right now we should take a two minute break, look some of that stuff up yeah, 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 online, and that. then and then uh, get back on the mics. Yeah. And we're back. We are back. There was no outrage online. No outrage. Zero. Whatsoever. Zero outrage. Well, as I said before, I think it's all moms who watch, and I don't think that moms get mad and blog unless it's about like chemicals in their baby food. Right. Yeah, I guess not. I'm. I'm so. I'm. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm almost like I want to blog about how i'm outraged that there's no blog outrage about this uh, it's a outrage blog it's outrage a, yeah. out, outrage blog outrage blog <laughs> um yeah it's uh yeah it's sort of hard to wrap your head around i feel like yeah it's it's so offensive yeah did i give you a challenge <laughs> yeah you gave me this no it sincerely is because when i was like when you were coming over i was like oh this will be fun it's dates from hell we can talk about um our worst dates and stuff too <laughs> I was like, well, never mind. <laughs> we can still do not, that if not you gonna want. Ha- No, we have to talk about the worst tragedies in America now. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It is one of those things where it just like, I think it. The, the thing is, it like, I did read it while we were looking a review of, from the Daily News of like the season two premiere of this show, and they were saying that it's like you know this equivalent of like torture porn or whatever, you know, like saw. Um, and I don't fully agree. I feel like this is worse than that, but it's like, um, emotional torture porn. Yeah. And I feel like it's, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like, does it speak to sort of the state of television right now? (laughs) It might. I mean, it kind of is like, if you like made a joke, like, Five years ago, you might have been like, Jesus Christ, like, reality television is so bad. What's going to be next? Like, like, uh, true life. I was in 9-11 or something like that. But that would maybe even be more dignified than what we just watched. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And I feel like it's one of those things where, <clears throat> like, I feel like six or seven years ago, VH1 was doing a lot of trashy television shows. Uh-huh. Like, um... I think there was a show just called like I Want to Be Rich or like you know it's just like they're I mean, bringing that's what every show yeah is, really. it was just in caps like it was something like that like I want money or yeah. something and they bring out like like the worst of the worst from other reality shows and tr- sort of they just pick the trash. So it was like people. an all star thing. It was like it was sort it's of like an and then they just like the crazy. It was like an people. honor to be asked. Yeah, it was sort of, yeah, <laughs> sort of like you, you just were thankful you were in part of the process. Yeah, but then like one of the guys involved in one of these shows hacked up his wife and uh like put her in a barrel or something crazy something equivalent if it wasn't that it was something crazy i'll see an episode about that i'm sure and then they had to reevaluate their like i think vh1 overall just had to reevaluate the channel and be like we sort of have to because they were doing so many of these reality shows that they were picking people that were more or less mentally disturbed you know like they they weren't doing deep enough checks or they're sort of letting people through that 
we're dangerous. Like, well, I mean, it's not even that they weren't doing deep enough checks. They're probably just doing personality checks for like, for like things they like, like starts drama is jealous yeah. is so- sociopathic. <laughs> yeah. They're looking for those things. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah, those, uh, personality traits that are like, Whoa, we want to see them fight and yeah. we want to see how crazy they'll get. And it's like, they'll this get crazy enough crazy. to murder people, <laughs> to murder people. Oh and, God. uh, like I remember when that happened and being, because they sort of, I remember them sort of changing their programming. I don't know. Just uh, like the really specifics, but having, having a think in front of the mirror. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, don't you sort a of sha- have to? having a shave that turns into a deep think? Yeah. Does that ever happen? Um, <laughs> it's what I imagine men doing sometimes. Shaving and then it ending in a deep think. And now <laughs> I feel like I just know why, because if it takes long enough, the shaving cream gets a little weird and stuff. Oh, okay. you just, I just want to get the shave over with. Okay. I don't really, I try to avoid deep things. That's why I watch TV yeah. all the time. That's why I'm on the internet. <laughs> and then you watch something like Investigation Discovery. And you're like, uh, Aurora. Whoa, have to reevaluate everything. everything. Well, I remember I, I, cause I saw the dark Knight the day after the opening day, I guess. In the theater, knowing you that saw this the had day happened. after, yeah, knowing that that had happened, and I was <gasps> like, it was really sort of. Uh, I was I was too scared to see it in theaters. Yeah, I well, was like we, such like a. I was I the terrorists won in that situation for me. Yeah, well, it was weird because it was I was uh, in Atlanta for shooting Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell, and it was like the first one of the first. Or it's like the, we did like two stretches and it was the second time we were there and it was like the first week and everybody earlier in the week was like, oh, we got to get tickets for the first day because <sighs> we're all going to be yeah. off that day. Let's watch the movie. And we just still did it. Did you think about like where to sit? No, but it was like one of those things where it was just like tense and it was weird because I would have need like, to take like a Zanny. Yeah, it's pop some Zannies. <laughs> pop some And it was also like... Eddie Pepitone was coming to see it and we had never, I had never met him. And he like, uh, he, uh, was late because he was coming straight from the airport and he was like sat next to, uh, next to me and like, didn't know who he was and didn't know who he was. So it was like, it was sort of weird. Was it a sold out theater? Yeah, it was was totally packed, but there were, oh, there were also like tons of police officers. Oh, that's true. If I had gone and I'd seen a ton of police officers, I would have felt much safer. Yeah. It, I would have still felt scared. It, it still was like, uh, and also the movie, I didn't like it. So um, that it yeah. was like, but um, it was, that was, yeah, it was just weird to be. And I'm also, all those stories are always so intrigued. I mean, there is something that you're always intrigued by. Like you were saying serial killer stuff before. Like I used to watch like uh, or read up about serial killers before going yeah. to bed and stuff. And there's something that's oddly intriguing but yeah it's terrifying yeah so like but what was your worst date that you were thinking about (laughs) oh i didn't really think about it too much um i never really had let's get into worst dates guys (laughs) i don't even i I didn't really do much like specific dating i wanted to ask a girl out on a date and it was just super awkward because she obviously didn't want to go and was like she indulged you yeah that's what i think that's what i think it was that should be what days from hell is about Uh, yeah that's my date from hell sorry guys sorry i didn't live up (laughs) to your version of the dates from hell but my date from hell is just awkward (laughs) i think my date from hell is when i went on a date with an actor a real actor like i mean yeah like that was like his profession and i just thought he was like really boring yeah was he did he talk about himself being an actor? 
No, he didn't. But he was really creepy because he was like two years. Well, not obviously. Everything now feels so light, <laughs> so wrong. I'm like, he was creepy, but not <laughs> creepy. Yeah, I know. It's like, like it's our team. <laughs> this, but he was just like really. Um, he was. Uh, he was creepy because he was two years younger than me. But he kept being like, I really like older women, which. I was I was two years older than him. He was like, my mom is married to a uh, guy 13 years younger than her. And I was like, Wait don't live out uh, your weird, what is that? It's not Oedipal, Electra or something no, like that. What's Oedipal is like where you want to fuck your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, don't live out your weird Oedipal fantasy with me so blatantly. <laughs> like, also, it doesn't me. make like two years is not enough to even be... <laughs> no. It's like, let's get some more wrinkles on you. Yeah. Stop watching Dates from Hell because they have too many wrinkle, anti-wrinkle commercials yeah. and you buy the stuff and you shouldn't. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I think my worst date was we went like, um, we went, uh, what's it called? Miniature golf. So that's already awkward. God, this this, <laughs> this was in still like, feels so callous. <laughs> I know it feels terrible. It's like you talk about. It. And then I asked her. I like had a but book mini of, golf is, is actually a very adorable. It's idea. a good. I thought it's it was a good day. And then I also idea. did a good thing where I was like we were driving. I was driving and I had a book of CDs for kids out there as compact discs. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I was like, oh, pick whatever CD you want to listen to, which I feel like that's a good. Isn't that a good thing of like, yeah, yeah that is. pick yeah. a song, maybe we could bond on something. And yeah. I think she was like, oh, you can pick. She didn't want to pick? Yeah, it's like, come on. That's no personality. But to be fair, they were all death metal. <laughs> <laughs> death metal or reggae. Yeah, it was reggae all, it was all um, Snoop Lion <laughs> and uh, the guy who sings How I... What's the... I, uh, Smack my bitch up? No, not smack my bitch up. Prodigy? I did. I did recently I, meet a guy from the Prodigy. Really? Yeah. I did you ask him about the gator in that video? No, I don't remember the gator in that. Oh, video. smack my bitch up had an alligator in it. I don't remember. Wait, who's this guy who sings "Because I Got High"? Because I got high. Um, I have no clue. Something man. Because I got high. Something man. Cool man. Cool. High man. High man. <laughs> it is. It's like smoke man or something like that. <laughs> What are the what are the other programs on this channel? Okay, are, so there's Who the Bleep Did I Marry? I've heard of that. I've uh-huh. heard of that. That um, there's Swamp Murders. There's Behind Mansion Walls, which they actually there was a guy in my high school who killed his parents with an axe. And um, wait, in your high school? In my high school? In near your year? Uh, he was a year ahead of me, <gasps> and but he did it when after we went to college. Okay, but he killed his parents with an axe. It was a brutal. It's actually a Lifetime movie. The Hello. Chris Porco story. Um, I <laughs> that's your shout out. That's how you shout out when you like something. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anything wrong with saying hello? <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, but they did. There's, so there's behind mansion walls. But they did that. But I know. That he didn't live in a mansion because I know the house that it happened in. So now so that's your problem. <laughs> behind mansion walls is just like ruined for me. There's southern fried southern fried homicide. That's um, always about somebody who killed somebody and then cooked them in a fryer. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. deep fry murders. <laughs> right, different. Ep- there's um there's most likely to which like takes like people who are supposed to be like really talented in high school and then like basically got involved in something crazy. It's okay. like, you know, think of like your valedictorian and then 
people gone wrong. People gone wrong. People gone wrong. Is when when people go wrong. When That's people... what it should be called. That's my version of it. But... Uh, there's Swamp Murders, like I said. Wait, I can't believe Swamp Murders is a whole show. But I actually want to get back to when that... See, that's... I feel like equivalent because you said that happened in your town. Yeah. I feel like if you're close to something, it's pretty crazy that it's made into a story, right? To, to a story? Like you mean like a movie? Story. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Chris Borko was a sociopath and um, he was – and like I knew all these girls who like lost their virginity to him and stuff like that like when we were in high school. So I knew he was like kind of like a gross Creep. guy. and But he was like very popular and charming. But I was like this guy – so when that happened, I kind of just like became really obsessed with the story. And so – What happened? That's insane. He – um. He was he basically went away to college, lied and told everyone that he was super rich, lied about how much money they had. Well, it worked. He got on uh, the mansion yeah, show. I know. I know. That's exactly <laughs> what he would want, isn't it? Um, and uh, and then he like was breaking into his parents' house, stealing stuff and selling it on eBay. And then eventually they confronted him about like um, he changed a check from like ten thousand to forty thousand or something like that. And uh, they con- they emailed him to confront him, and then he went home and he killed them in the middle of the night um but his mom actually didn't die she um she they found her with an axe in her eye and she was she's now she was like didn't remember anything and then she ended up being on his side but his brother was on the other side whoa whoa he had a harem of women that like the girls from my high school that um that like were at his trial the whole time and like they were like he was like going out and partying during the entirety of his trial. Oh, and he had God. these like three girls that like would go to the hearings and everything. Like Manson's crew. Yeah, it was a little Manson like. That's wait. So the the mom said w- that he was survived. Yeah, but, she survived. But she didn't remember, or she was just like all fucked up because the, of the mom? whole thing. She was, well, the mom survived. They found her with the axe in her face. And then they said, who did this to you? And like, she was obviously barely present. Um, but they were like, is it a family member? And she nodded. Yes. And they said, is it, uh, I think John was the brother's name. And she said, no. And they said, is it Chris? And then she said that she nodded. Yes. So that was used in a court of law, but she said, no, I didn't say that. Like, she's protecting her son. She's protecting her son. Even though he murdered her. Yeah. Like, but she lived. Yeah. And he also had this veterinarian. Well, he had worked and like, part of the thing is like the, um, is like, he knew how to like clean up evidence and stuff like that because he worked in a veterinarian office and he had like this weird affair with the veterinarian that she was protecting him also and like letting him stay with her and stuff like that. Wow. It was a really fascinating story. That sounds, uh... They'll make it a lifetime story. It is already. There was a there was a movie. <laughs> and did it do the story justice? Uh not not really because they basically took these three different girls that he had like because like one of the girls like was the daughter of the um cop that originally like brought him in so then like everyone was like he can't be the cop because like she likes him and he's mad at him so like there was like a connection so they basically took these like three women and like collapsed them into one woman right. and I'm like why would you do that you had a chance to have like three hot blonde girls like flanking your right. serial killer at all or your murderer at all times but they didn't use it wow well you know you got to take a little bit of artistic license when you're when you're covering an axe murder like that. yeah exactly and did he go to jail he's in jail all circumstantial evidence 
but he's in jail for life. And did you ever talk to anybody that w- that lost their virginity to him uh, after? After? No. I just remember like hearing about it in high school and being like, "Oh my god, this girl too." And he had like a serious girlfriend all throughout high school, so I was always like, "Why are these girls doing this?" There was uh. one girl I knew who hooked up with him in a fitting room at a JC Penney's. <laughs> And I haven't talked to her. I'm sure she thinks he's guilty, but I like really, if I ever see her, cause she specifically was like, Oh my God, I did this with him. We hooked up in this fitting room and stuff like that. And so if I ever saw her, I would be like, uh, how do you feel now that you hooked up in a JC Penney's with a murderer? And she'd be like, great, great. The deals, <laughs> the deals I got, <laughs> the deals I got at JC Penney's and I'm going to sell my story to investigation discovery. <laughs> they probably would buy it. Oh my Although god! I guess they already bought it. That should be their new show. Is I lost my virginity to a murder. To a murder? That is really good. All right, we can go halvesies on that. Okay. <laughs> you introduced me. Well, I feel like yeah. I, now I want to turn into a terrible person who just exploits. The, I know the the weak, tragedies of the tragedy and so many of, of uh, yeah as many as possible. Yeah. Um. Well, I thank you so much for uh, introducing me to this and making the most uncomfortable episode of the show so far <laughs> of the podcast. I'm sorry. Um, but it was a – watching that was a really weird experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's what I was going for. But you know what? It is, like, amazing. I mean, it's amazing that it exists. Yeah. And I feel like it's a sort of a, learn, a lesson learned. I lesson think. learned. That mm-hmm. I think it's like whenever I feel like whoever argues that TV is bad, they should watch this and double down their argument <laughs> because this is totally yeah, what's wrong with television. Like, yeah, that's what's wrong with um, uh, is there anything that you want to promote? It doesn't need to be anything you're involved in. It could be something y- you are involved in or not. Anything I want to promote? Um, probably just like investigation discovery. Mm-hmm. And, no. Yeah, that's fine. No, I don't want to promote that. You've done it for. <laughs> I know for... I have. I know. Whoops. <laughs> but it is. I mean, it is good, trashy fun, except for when it gets too real. Um. Yeah, that's all. Call humor. Just you know, go there or something. Just do it. Go there. <laughs> use the mouse. Click around. Yeah. Um. Well, thanks so much, Emily. And uh, I'm gonna go after this. Just. Uh, Take a long shower and shave and look into the mirror <laughs> for uh, for a long, long time until okay, okay. the shaving cream gets real weird. <laughs> okay, great. Have fun. Thank you again to Emily Axford for coming over and introducing me to the terribleness that is Dates from Hell. Uh, what a insulting episode of television. Uh, truly, truly offensive. And uh, so that was really interesting. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you're a fan of the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes um, and or follow me uh, at Craig Rowan on Twitter or It's That Episode on Facebook or just uh, do whatever you do normally and do it well. Thank you so much for listening again. I'll see you next time. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. (laughs) 